0: So the Grimmest Month of the year settles into its grinding routine. I thought the Grimmest Month of the year was November. Or possibly October. I'm a big fan of October. Uh, nor am I, uh, Julian. Rugby Marvel and personal trainer. But you know what I am a big fan of? chocolate. Well, yes, I am a fan of chocolate, actually. Uh, but what are you
1: a fan of? Well, it's... Uh, I do like... Uh, Things like salmon, for example. You like salmon? You're a bit, a bit of a fishy guy. Yeah, totally fishy guy. Little fish, sardine, salmon, uh, seafood really, uh, all around. I like it. Um, yeah, a bit with. Yeah, and I do like small fish. Yeah. I think like sardines are excellent.
0: Yeah, uh, so I'm kind of like
1: 50 uh, 50 on fish actually. And, um, and do you know what I'm also a fan of? Lots and lots of love. <laughs> yes, obviously. But I'm more a fan of getting this podcast episode started. So, shall we do that, French Lover Man? Play the sexy new music. <laughs>
0: Hi, 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 Gym Guys and Gym Ladies, and welcome to Two Guys on Fitness, a podcast for people just like you, with some wonderful new music and a brand new logo. Do you like the new logo, Julian?
1: I like it a lot. That's you and me in the logo. I saw that. I'm the handsome guy with the glasses in the new logo. That's me with the glasses. Listeners, Alan is the guy with the shaved head and a smile on his face <laughs> which is me all over right mr french
0: workout buddy that's right
1: cheerful british guy and right now you are listening to me julien bertorat the gym and personal training expert on the podcast and to me
0: alan Teresa,
1: who's more of an average
0: joe where working out and fitness
1: is concerned and we are coming to you all the way from jubilee old gym covent garden in london for a fit food episode on the podcast and this point, we are joined once again by the Italian fitness guy.
0: He's very Italian, that guy. And what is the fit food we're going to be feasting on this month? Personal training, French rugby playing guy. At this point, we are
1: going to be talking about apples. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Apples. I mean, really? Really? yes really well okie dokie then plus later in the podcast i will be showing my fitness tip of the month is that also about apples no it's not is it about mandarins no it's not about mandarin
0: that's a shame really because i do quite like mandarins so do i and at the end of the show we'll be answering questions from listeners and giving some advice on how to progress in the gym and live a healthy life eating apples So let the Apple's chitter chatter begin. Now, every few months or so, we let that cheerful scamp, the Italian fitness guy, into the studio or onto the gym floor to talk about whatever food is on his mind at the time which is very Italian. Indeed, that is actually absolutely true. Uh, It's all about food, 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 and talking for Italians, in my humble experience, Uh, because food is, for Italians, what love is for the French. Oh, so true. And so this month, it's the topic of apples. I love a good apple. That the Italian fitness guy is smacking his chops over this month
1: on the podcast. So Q, the Italian fitness guy. Apples, Julian, apples.
2: Oui. Apples are typically high in fiber, vitamin C, and various antioxidants. 100 grams of typical apple contains, on average, 52 calories, less than 1 gram of protein, 14 grams of carbs, and 10 grams of sugar, whilst being around 85-90% water. Despite their high carb and sugar contents, their glycemic index is quite low, ranging between uh, 30 and 44. The GI is a measure of how food affects the rise in blood sugar levels after eating. Low values are associated with various health benefits. Apples, in particular, are very rich in fiber, with a single medium-sized apple containing about 4 grams of this nutrient it is interesting how several studies have examined apples effect on risk factors for heart disease for example a hamster study suggested that apples can reduce total cholesterol levels and lead to drastic reduction of almost 50 percent in plaque building inside the arteries whilst uh, a human study in Finland showed that those who consume more than 50 60 grams of apple per day were at significantly low risk of developing heart disease specifically the risk of dying heart disease was more than 40% lower in women and 20% in men. Una mela al giorno toglie il medico di torno, which means an apple every day keeps the doctor away.
0: So there you have it everything you could ever possibly want to know about apples tasty beautiful apples or perhaps would not be so interested in knowing to be brutally frank so uh, Julian French fitness guy I like the title I think you should call me that from now on so uh, okay uh, I, I kind of call you that all the time really I suppose but uh, so uh, let me ask you a few questions about apples should Alan so Julian how many apples do you eat every week and yes I did just read that question because i have read it listeners from the piece of paper in front of me that was given to me before we started this piece
1: well, it's uh, for me it's a summer fruit really, uh, and also an after running uh, fruit. So every time I run like uh, a decent uh, distance, like 5k, I behind I do tend to eat one apple. You know, it's like give me some water and uh, it's uh, I like to shoot something after running. So otherwise during the wind, uh, during the summer when it's hot, it's nice to have an apple too. It's uh, it's not really. <coughs> Uh, uh, again, a fruit that we will eat uh, on a regular basis for the winter. What about you, Alan? Do you know what, and I hate to sound
0: like a bit of a grindingly uh, orthodox kind of guy, but I eat an apple every single day of the week. There you go. Uh, that's a kind of uh, interesting, or perhaps not so interesting, Julian, fact about me. I eat an apple every single day because despite the jokes, I actually quite like them. Okay, and how many pieces
1: of fruit do you eat each day? Honestly, Julian, honestly. Well, actually, it's more than uh, I'm eating right now, but I, uh, a bit every two days, I guess, I uh, I target like, so it's funny when I have a long morning, busy morning, I mean, I do tend to eat one banana with my coffee. If I have a light morning, I skip the banana, for example. Banana are quite uh, hard to uh, assimilate and to digest. So, you know, you have to be careful with the banana. Apple, again, is more after the running. I do like uh, other fruits like uh, mango, for example. I like uh, strawberry, raspberry. I like all of that. I do like some smoothies sometimes, um, especially the evening. Why not? And, uh, yeah. A bit every two days, I would say, like, uh, I eat fruit.
0: But do you not find smoothies make you feel a bit sick? I can't bear smoothies. I think
1: they're absolutely disgusting. Yeah, you have to be careful. And also, when I do a smoothie, I don't add any milk. It's just the fruit itself, that's all. So, yeah. Yeah, be careful with the the smoothie, fruit smoothie. And what's your favourite fruit? I can't believe we're having this conversation, actually. But
0: uh, somebody has told me we have to, so I'm doing it. But what is your favourite fruit?
1: Well... One of, it's, there is few favorites, but one of my main favorites, let's say it's pineapple. I do like pineapple. Oh yeah, I love pineapple. That's one of my favorites as well. Excellent. And then you see we have point in common. Yeah, yeah pineapple is a, it's a good fruit actually when it comes to fitness uh, because it's well known that pineapple helps you to eliminate, to make you pee in you know, other way. Uh, your, so it's, you know, he means eliminate the toxin and uh, the pineapple does that. So it's, that's fine on top of, you know, uh, your personal taste or flavour, pineapple is a good one for you. Cool. Uh, yeah, I tend to agree with that. I
0: do like pineapple, though it kind of like messes up my teeth and uh, makes me floss like a maniac.
1: But uh, what's your least favourite then? What's your least favourite fruit? It is hard to say what is your least favorite uh, food because yeah, I think I do like every fruit. What about you, Anand? Do you know what we talked about bananas uh, previously on the podcast? And
0: in fact, listeners uh, have a little download of the bananas episode, where we forced Julian to eat as many bananas as possible as he could as quickly as possible to see if we could make him explode. But uh, I'm not a big fan of bananas at all, actually. And you know the funny thing is, Julian, I've actually got one in my bag right now because when we finish this recording and uh, we go off and we lead our
1: auto interesting different lives, I will have one before we leave. But I'll have to force myself to eat it. Yeah, it's a a good, it's a good a bit. Banana is kind of a very fitness food or sport food, you know. Um, So what about, yeah, so my list, I will say, I don't know, is that correct? Uh, Lychee, you know, this uh, Japanese, you know, you have... Lychee, I think. Lychee, yeah, yeah, lychee. It's, uh, yeah, if I have to say one thing, maybe this one, but here it's more the taste than anything else. Uh, it's not my, uh, my favorite one. I will eat it, but I won't choose it as uh, my top one.
0: And uh, while we're talking about food like it's like something on a spreadsheet, you are French, I think he said, drawing on his uh, recall of Julian Berthret's, uh character and personality. Uh, and you believe a great deal in the authenticity and the pleasure of eating food. Do you think it's a bad habit to reduce food down to something like nutritional statistics on a spreadsheet? Or do you think it's helpful for people?
1: Well, it's uh, um, whatever works for people. It's the main thing. So for some people, uh, having numbers on food, about calorie, about uh, what is inside does help them, uh, but I will say it's going the hard way because you miss all the chapters of the flavor, the texture of uh, uh, elements and elements. And uh, I think it's, uh, no, it's, it's a bad thing. Food, it's, uh, it's pleasure, it's, uh, it's a cooking, it's... Uh, we, nowadays, one of the main things is to care about not eating too much processed food, which is uh, the nerve of the world, really, nowadays. We live in that society of uh, consuming uh, constantly. So if you can manage to eat natural food, it's, uh, that would be already a good start. And, uh, yeah, that's what I think. But, yeah, food is not a number. It's pleasure. It's a smell. It's all that together. And finally, in that regard,
0: you have uh, an ethos which you've promoted regularly on the podcast, which is about uh, the importance of enjoying the culinary experience from selecting food to cooking it to eating it with friends. You believe in this idea of the rounded good life. Why?
1: Uh, because it's true, it does what you put inside your body will affect uh, ultimately your mood your, it's been proven that sugar affects your brain and drive you mad ultimately in uh, in, in terms of what you're gonna eat after that it's uh, yeah what you put you are, you should we should listen to ourselves to our gut a bit more often so sometimes i'm I'm fairly a big eater I love eating, but sometimes I know how to I, I know how to not uh, to stop eating. I know to just let it go, have some tea, for example. Do nothing, read a book. Let the body process process the food you already you have eaten. You know, it's. Um, it's, remember when you get the more you put food in your stomach in your body, the more your body has to deal with it. It's like having a car and taking your car to go everywhere for anything. Sometimes you don't need a car, you know, so you're just sitting in a, in a garage. It's the same with the body if you use your body your, every day for everything uh, you ultimately you're going to run out of energy and, uh, and that's living the life is also living the life in a um, it's like life it's, it's like a marathon you know you, you can't uh, you can't it's not a um, it's not a sprint all the time so sometimes you have to slow down and when it comes to food it's the same it's the same idea sometimes you have a the, I, I don't like the idea of the roasted uh, lamb on the weekend you know like you're I think it's uh, why eating so much over the weekend, where it's generally the time you kind of slow down. It's, it's, it's okay to eat uh, a big things during the week because you are busy, buzzy. But the weekend is not the moment to overeat, you know? So that's uh, one of these ideas you want to fight. And so there you are, lovely listeners. Uh, a journey around all kinds
0: of food, but particularly around the wonderful, fruitful world of apples. Which are delicious.
1: As am I. Excusez-moi. Cue the new sponsor music Today's show is brought to you by Jubilee Old gym Covent Garden. Need an effective workout using state-of-the-art equipment in the heart of London West End then visit Jubilee Old gym on the corner of Covent Garden where you can also check out the gym sauna as well as all lost upgrade fitness classes. Join online for 53 pounds a month and there is no need for a minimum terms contract when joining. Or you can use the gym on a day pass basis. Find out more at jubileogym.co.uk or telephone 020-7836-4007 to work out at Old Gym Covent Garden. I like the new music. I think it's groovy. Groovy?
0: Have you been listening to Charles Aznavour again? Maybe I have. But you know, one thing that
1: certainly is groovy... Julian's fitness tip of the month.
0: And that, my fine French friend, is a little thing we call production. Powered by the apples. And what is your apple-powered fitness tip of the month? This month, Julian Bertherat,
1: Charles Aznavour, super superfan. It will be basically, I will explain, like I will describe my last workout. Wow, well, this is something new. Uh, I don't
0: think we've ever done this before. So you're going to honestly uh and accurately talk about what you actually did in your last workout as opposed to what you think people should do
1: yeah i mean it's just, we are all in the same boat you know we just like we try to find a routine that suits us and uh through that routine you want to feel pumped you want to feel energized after working out it's you know it's just like we're on the same boat we train i train people and I train myself, so ultimately we're on the same boat. Okay then, well, in that case, on your marks, get set, go. So here we go, Alan. So basically, every single time I train, I systematically, and I insist on the systematically, start with a 1K running. I like running, it reminds me rugby, you know, and uh, it took me five minutes, so I put 12 on the speed on the machine, and a little inclination like 0.5, because usually uh, the machine on uh, on the gym training machine are, if you put zero for the incline, it's like running slightly downhill. So you want to recreate a minimum of, uh, you want to level up a little bit. Um, so it took me five minutes and then, after running five minutes, I feel like it's like getting a coffee. You know, your, your, your body, your brain is uh, aware, if I can say, and you're ready to actually exercise. For example, I start, the last time I start with a full body training. So I start with a pull-down machine, okay. I start rather lightweight, like 36 kilo, 41 kilo, and then pull very slowly down towards my sternum. And I hold down the position for a couple of seconds and I really slowly. I did 10, 12 reps, okay. Then I did some pushing, a uh, press-up on the floor, but with clapping, okay, To because I was fresh. So I did that 10 reps, and I came back to the pull-down. One more plate, okay, 45 kilo, and 10 reps again, and then no break, back to the press-up. Three time of 10, bus exercise. So then I keep moving on. I did a cable crossover, okay, cable crossover light 14 kilo each but again caring a lot about the posture and thinking a lot about what i was supposed to use the side of my chest the lower part of my chest and how to stand up as well that's why standing up exercises are interesting is because you have to deal with your standing up position so the same free set of 10 and i add some jumping squats free jumping squat to pump pump my legs as well okay so that's cool free set of ten. i keep moving on i did bicep curl bicep curl with dumbbell so i start adding free weights to my workout slow bicep curl with holding the position up to emphasize the idea of using my biceps okay next to this uh, bicep curl i did some dips okay so i went into the arms combo dips for triceps and of course uh, bice- uh, bicep curl for biceps and for the triceps uh, I did it on a bench by the way not on a dips machine I did on a bench I like it I did 15 reps because it's rather, rather let's say uh, easy so let's do more reps okay after that I changed uh, the logic I went to the gym to the um, legs I did uh, lunges backwards on a Smith machine I add 15 kilo each and I did 10 reps each leg I mixed this exercise with uh, a step up on a box. I tried to put the the step up high and I did 10 reps as well. Again, the, the, the key thing is to never take a break in between. And that's pretty much it. You keep slowing on and basically within no time you realize the clock is like 45 minutes gone. Uh, yeah, and that's the idea. You don't want to have look to the clock thinking too much. So the best way to do to exercise I found, with people and for myself, to never get bored and to keep your enthusiasm over the year, is to proceed by combo superset and always adding explosive exercise like jumping in a box, running, cycling, not forever short distance but intense. And yeah, with that way, you're always on, on and on, and you keep going. That's it. And that's uh, essentially a whole body workout, isn't
0: it? So uh, you don't do like uh, workouts where it's just one body
1: part per session, uh, like some guys uh, do. Oh, I do, of course, sometimes I do just biceps and, uh, and chest and I just add maybe a back exercise into it with obviously, again, my running, my abs all around. I do not like to put abs separately. I just include them here then the workout, you know, it's easier. Um, yeah, of course, I do that. I do that two, three times a week. I target what you just say, uh, a specific workout, like uh, chest biceps, legs, shoulders, back triceps. And then uh, training before. If I want, if I feel like it, it will be either a 5k run with variation like very fast, uh, then super high uh, climbing, or stuff like that. Or full body training, where you basically snap, you do trick size per body area, and you change, and again, and again, you do not stop. So, but, as I say, I described my last workout, and my last workout was the full body one. Excellent, uh, Mr. Bertharat, uh, personal trainer. Excellent, excellent. And
0: that was, without a shadow of a doubt, the apple munching.
1: Julian's fitness tip of the month. Though you know the truth for the matter, Julian. What's that? I actually like whole body workouts as well. Which is good too, Alan. And, uh, and you're right, full body is kind of, uh, it's, it's nice because you are not exhausting one part of your body. You know, you do tricks like for legs and you move to your core, let's see, and then you move to your back and then you move to your chest. You know, it's, it's nice because you feel energized again. It's, it's a point when you train. I see too many people training and getting overtired after the session. It's, it is not the point, really.
0: That's uh, absolutely right. And another wonderful thing that regular uh, listeners to the podcast will be aware of is when we do what, Julian? Listeners' questions. That's right. French lover of love. I love to love. But my baby just loves to dance. That's a uh, little pop culture reference there, uh, listeners. Because each month we choose two questions from those that have been sent in to us by you.
1: Because we love you, the listeners. Ah. <laughs> And we do our best to answer
0: those questions. Sorry, you kind of threw me there. It was kind of like... Uh, that was a Charles last moment. You
1: kind of threw me. So uh, what have you got for us uh, first this month, Monsieur Bertherat? First up, we have a DM from Matt on Facebook, who says, what's your opinion on bodybuilding? You talk a lot about all-around fitness. Is bodybuilding a good look for guys or not? I'm in my 20s, go to the gym and swim. I see the big guys in the gym with the big free weight and wonder if it is for me. And uh, this
0: is uh, one of those uh, almost existential uh, dilemmas for guys, uh, whatever their gender, actually, men or women, when they do go to the gym, which is, do you want to be lean? Or do you want to be big? So what do you think, Julian? Is bodybuilding, just putting aside the full body workout benefits of being fit if you can, is it a good
1: thing? Is it a good look for guys? Well, let's not get uh, judgmental here. Um, all I can say is uh, we all have an opinion on things. But let's be let's be pedagogy here. Bodybuilding, it's a science of uh building every muscle on your body it's most of the time the main target is to get bigger okay so that's important to be said first it is a target to get bigger when I train people I don't want to get them bigger I try to get them else bigger it's uh, it's just different taste, different targets so if you are a swimmer and if you on your own 20, just think about like getting bigger won't help you your swimming, that's all. So now you're completely free to go to bodybuilding, but just it depends what you want. If you want to keep swimming, uh, you will have to adapt your training to swimming. That's all. And uh, you're on a 20, so you're likely to put on weights muscular quite quickly, so be careful with that. Now, I understand the
0: upsides of bodybuilding, the whole kind of uh, aesthetic thing and how that's a very sexual thing in terms of uh, looking a certain way and being attractive uh, to other people. I understand all that. What are the downsides? The downside of bodybuilding?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's, well, there is a spectrum, like in uh, every um, addiction. And let's say that, you know, uh, it can get into your head quite quickly. Uh, you know, this uh, fantasy of getting bigger and bigger. Um, you need to find your balance. So I would say the downside is uh, you might face people who are going to take... uh who's going to recommend you to take products, you know, like steroids. And again, you have to be careful with all that it's uh, when i start uh, going to a gym on my own in my uh, early 20s i had many thoughts uh, going through my mind and i uh, you just talk to people you observe you have your own opinion you ask big guys yeah what do you do uh, what is and then you make up your opinion all i can share is my experience with that but yeah be careful the downside is getting tired, getting, becoming a social. Um, bodybuilding can be nice. If you go on the downside, it could become a subculture. And uh, yeah, just, just be careful. Uh, document yourself, ask people around and make at the end your own opinion. But remember training is about getting healthier, getting bigger require um, a lot of things and time and a lot of money in your nutrition you have to eat more and all that from what i understood from this kind of uh, type of training so Just be careful with that. It depends what you want, but be aware there is downside for everything.
0: Yes, that's certainly true. It's uh, an investment across the board, isn't it, Uh, in terms of money, effort, and also the amount of time you have to put into dedicated recovery and rest. Okay, well, I hope that's helpful for you, uh, Matt. And uh, regardless of whether you're going to swim or lift the heavy weights to move forward, I hope you uh, do indeed do that. Because next up, we have a question from Sam, who's got in touch through the website to ask the following quote, hi two guys on fitness. Whatever your gender. Oh, you see, Julian, that's a little joke on uh, Sam's part. Uh, anyway, back to the questions. Uh, Sam here, contacting you all the way from Truer, where I listen to your podcast on and off. I'm 23, 5'6". Go to the gym on a split exercise, rest day basis. And I follow a high-protein, low-carb diet. It's oh, very scientific, I think. And I am trying to eliminate processed food and sugar from what I eat. I wish I could do the same thing. Sam, to be honest with you. My question is about injury and recovery. Now, this is Sam asking this, Julian, not me.
1: Um, Yeah, we did uh, all the episodes on that.
0: In the olden days? In the very old days. Uh, But Sam's question is, if, quote, back to uh, quoting again, though I'm kind of dropping in and out, so it's difficult to uh, uh, follow this, really. If I injure one part of my body and want to avoid working it until it recovers, is it okay to work another part in the meantime? Or is it better to stop training completely
1: until everything is okay? Ah, there you go. Yeah, that's a rather precise question. I will say, uh, Sam, that you should always uh, recover fully you know never underestimate your uh, recovery time and also it, it's also depend like I don't know if you're at 24, might, you might be a student or but um, when you're a student it's easier to train because you got plenty of time to rest and um, but yeah I would say like yeah recovery is essential so if you think like you need one more day to recover it's super important I'm a rugby man and I I uh, Uh, When I, the the time, we we never train uh, the day before a game, for example, so it's essential to be fresh for the game. And uh, when you come to your workout, if you really want to have massive improvement and you will have because you're a young lad, uh, you should go there fully rested. But what happens if you go to the gym and for example,
0: uh, you might use uh, more weight than usual and you wake up the next morning with a sore neck, you know, just for example, the next time you go to the gym, if it's still there, can you go, for example, and just work your legs or whatever? Or is it best to wait until you are back fully uh, flexible and
1: without uh, strain? Well, it's, it seems the best to basically uh, rest uh, another day, an extra day and go back but by experience, I know people, especially when they are young, they want to keep exercising. They want to want everything fast, so they don't allow their body to recover. When you grow, when you get older, you realize this is important. If you want to go the distance, and I do. I'm doing a job like on a long-term basis, and um, yeah, you should. Uh, if you feel sore the day after, it's it's good. That means you did push yourself out. If you go back to the gym the day after with this soreness, I would say, well, add a lot of uh, stretching, you know, and uh, deep tissue stretching using equipment at the gym. Uh, The rollers, you mean? Yes, exactly. And you, yeah, you can, I would say again, some uh, aerobic warm up, you know, some stretching, active stretching, gentle run, bike, whatever, but to ease, to warm up properly. That cause when you're sore, the warm-up is becoming more crucial.
0: You know, sometimes when I uh, go to the gym and I sometimes feel uh, sore in my neck or my shoulder or whatever, and I think, oh, you know what? I'm not gonna go next time until I feel better. I feel guilty. And I struggle, and I'm like 50/50. Oh, you should go. This is really bad. It's uh, when you get into that. It's a bit of a thing, isn't
1: it? No, it, no, it is a thing. I mean, like, uh, I um, just for an example, I uh, for, a, for a long time ago, uh, I would have said to myself, I will never stop bench pressing with a free bar. You know, like uh, I have to do that every week if I want big chest. And, uh, and you know what? The last time I bench pressed was maybe on the free free bench free bar, probably three years ago four years ago i'm doing of course chest exercises like you know chest dumbbell press stuff like that but you know you move on and you realize ultimately it doesn't really matter or because what matter is you should um, stress out your muscle engage your muscle use your muscle and there's so many ways to do it so yeah Yeah, I'm still in a bench press territory, actually. So that's another couple of questions
0: answered from the fantastic listeners. And if if you do have a question you would like answered yourself, drop us a line through our website, trueguideandfitness.com, or through his website, julienberterard.com, or through our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. So there you go, and another episode over and out, Julian. It's been a blast. It's been a blast. It's been great. And so it's thanks once again to the Italian fitness guy for dropping by with all his facts and figures about the lovely apples So delicious and tasty. And so we say so long to you, listeners. So long. From the two guys who do Two Guys on Fitness, from me, Alan Teresa, on the floor at Jubilee Hall Gym, Common Garden.
1: And from me, Julian Better, also on the gym floor. And you can check out our website to find out more about the podcast or our social media. And you can listen to us on any of the following fantastic platform and apps. Spotify, iTunes,
0: TuneIn, Podomatic, Stitcher and Pocket Casts. And you can also follow us on our social media. And when you do any of those no doubt wonderful and stimulating things, remember to...
1: Enjoy your workouts.
0: And your apples.